Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. All walks of life. It's your dad's favorite podcast. You're all tuning in right now. This is the Marvel episode to Ramble Radio. I'm your host, Nick. With me, I got... Hey, everybody. It's Zav. I'm back. It's Austin. And don't forget Will. All right. Today's episode, we are talking all about Marvel. We're talking about games, movies, TV shows. We're even talking about that Hulk ride at Universal Studios. It's going to be a banger episode we have for you today. Uh, just want to say thanks for tuning in. So, to begin, have you guys played any of the Marvel games recently? There have been a lot dropping. Uh, no, I actually haven't played any of the Marvel games. I just know that uh, that the, didn't that, uh, that Avengers game come out back in like September of 2020 or something like that. It was early fall uh, or fall time last year. But yeah, uh, yeah it, it, it set out on big promises and yeah. led to big disappointments. Yeah, that was That's for sure. That was a huge drop, huge ball drop for sure. For those who may not know, it was a it was a what's it called? I forget what kind of AAA. what kind of game is Destiny? Yeah, it's also a triple A, which means that it has a big studio backing it. And it made all these promises that was like, hey, as long as you keep playing it, we'll release more content that's free to come. But the game turned out to be just the most repetitive game almost like of all time. And it was just such a big disappointment. Um, they just lacked on all their release content. They announced that Spider-Man was going to be a PlayStation exclusive character and he was going to be released early January of 2021 this year. And um, it's July and no one's even seen him since. And Black Panther was supposed to release last year and they just showed his first trailer during E3 this summer. So yeah, it's severely I, lacking. Yeah, the player base went down to about 5%. Yeah, I just remember there was, I remember watching that first trailer at one of the older E3s and everybody was super hyped about it and it looked pretty good, to be honest. But then when the game actually came out, I was like, oh, this is just like a regular grindy game with a marble skin slapped on it. And it was kind of surprising on how bad, like, uh, like how bad it was just in general with such a big backing. Like we were saying how it's a triple a game and it's Marvel. And it was at like almost the peak of everybody just being interested in Marvel. And of course, uh, right after both Avengers games, exactly. not games, movies, movies. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like everybody was like, we're still kind of on that hype train, but then it just totally took a nosedive. And I'm pretty sure it was even, um, it came out in September, but then when it was even towards December, when it was, you know, like how they have the seasonal deals for different games that come out, stuff like that. I remember going on there in December and seeing that the game has only been out for a couple months and it was already 50% off. Usually that's something that pops up, you know, three years down the line where people have been playing this for you know, so long, but yeah, it just, it really, um, it really went downhill very fast. Who, who is the creator of this game? Who is it? It's not EA. It's no, it was Square Enix. Mm. They had popular games. I mean, they make great games, just not like this. They also are backing up the newest Guardians of the Galaxy game. And that looks so good. It yes. looks so promising, you know, yes. a solid eight out of 10. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. but that's a game I'll enjoy and I'll, I, I might even pre-order it. It looks really good. I've always been a fan of the Guardians of the Galaxy franchise and they look like they're taking in direction of like the new Spider-Man games where it's just you have this single player experience and it's full of like high stakes, high adventure. You know, it's you feel like you're going on a journey where this game just felt like you were just mindlessly beating up robots. And that's <laughs> just not fun. Yeah, Yeah, I've heard mixed reviews that like the dialogue is some people claim the dialogue is okay. Some people say the story is kind of decent. It's just what they have you do in the game. But ultimately, I think that's where we kind of enter the downfall of like games as a live service these days, because so many games, so many developers are releasing games. And I'm the biggest overall, the biggest victims of that with Cyberpunk, which I still somehow persevered and beat that damn game, even though it was pretty crappy, even on my next gen console, by the way, it still looks like and runs like crap, believe it or not. But this whole like live service thing where these developers are sending out games and it's kind of a shame, like you would think like, especially writing off of you know, end game and like the big conclusion of that story. And then, you know, the hype for the next phase and everything that was coming out or soon to come out for Disney plus, you know, stuff we're going to mention here later on the podcast, like you would think they would have capitalized on the, uh, such a great opportunity to get into the, to get people hyped up for a game. And then they're not even giving you all this, the, like the characters, all the heroes that, that kind of disappoints me. Like, I feel like just add like more missions and other content later on. But like, why can't you just give people all the heroes, you know, like I think that kind of sucks to have to play the game for six months and then you get Spider-Man another six months, then you get Black Panther. It's like, why, you know, I am very disgusted with that model of game. I like, I don't know, maybe I was just blessed as a child where you, you grow up and you unlock the characters and they were hitting characters. Like, I mean, I hate to reference this because it's unrelated to Marvel, but there was Super Smash Brothers. You know, you play for some times. There's just different ways to unlock characters. And you had this big roster. And it's like Marvel is one of the biggest rosters of heroes of all time. And it's like, we're going to release some one every like six months. And it's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I just feel like that is the most idiotic thing you could do. But not only that, but like release it when you say you're going to release it. Yeah, yeah, yeah like I know, I know. Like, if that's the way you want to work the game, fine. But, like, release it when you are, like, advertising to release it. Like, don't... I don't think COVID is even to blame. I think it's the player base. It's like, well, you knew you had this game and like you purposely showed it off to be one way. And then when it released, it's just, everyone's like, no, this is actually the most repetitive thing. And they all dropped it. So it's like, that's why the game just doesn't want to give us content anymore because it's just like, well, who's going to play it? You know, do you see it. Do you see it having a lot of potential? Had it, been like a consistent release schedule on oh yeah on yeah because then you have a, a consistent player base to come back to now it's like oh black panther released uh, i guess i'll check it out but maybe if i have time but like if you knew ahead of time hey this is when this character's releasing you're already mentally thinking hey in january i'd love to play spider-man you know you already have in your head now it's like huh oh i just saw the trailer now yeah it looks good but you're but- not thinking about it anymore so even with that consistent release schedule, like you said too, that it was just repetitive, like storyline. You're just going around beating up robots. Just repetitive gameplay. That's all it is. It's just even with robots. Even with the new addition of characters, like that would kind of that would bring back the player base. It not because like for me, I've never even played the game, but like you know, I I 
I struggle even a little bit with Skyrim, one of my favorite games, just like mm -hmm. how grindy it is. You have to go town to town, do this, do that. I've played it through twice. I've tried for a third time so many times. I just can't get into it because I just can't look forward to the grinding aspect of it. Yeah, of but course, of course. I think even if, personally, I think even if they release heroes on like a consistent basis when they say they're going to i don't think i'd ever just because it's it sounds grindy you know oh I mean? yeah the game this game is always crap like that's a fact but i'm saying i think a player base would continue to to be steady because you play with your friends and you have a multitude of characters to come back to it's mindless like like you say the skyrim's mindless but if you had a friend there if you had me or will there i think it'd be like at least more exciting That's true. like hey yeah. let's go trash this town together right yeah i'm saying so marvel i mean like it, the game is still crap you're gonna get bored of it but at least like hey until like three months later let's come back on spider-man just came on let's one of right. us gotta play one of us has to try it out and it'd be cool I, and out of curiosity too so like is there, I mean, superheroes are superheroes, but like, is there like a, like Skyrim has like a level progression for each, for your character. Is there yes. a level? There is. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. So like you, you grind that one specific superhero and like you unlock more abilities. I, I think so. Yeah. But I don't sure, think it's good. I'm pretty <laughs> sure there's like a cheap skill tree. Like it's not yeah. very great. Um, a superhero is a superhero. You're not upgrading. Like Spider-Man's not going to be able to, to fly <laughs> <That's insane. laughs> when right? they got yeah. their powers they got their powers you know they right. might have gotten yeah. better over time like in the movies you see them you know obviously it's always happens where you know a superhero can like matures and you know grows you know more wise with wisdom and whatnot as the story and as the movies progress but like in a game it's like you want to play with like all the powers right away you know like yeah 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 exactly exactly i do know when i played the demo you like you know for i'll take iron man for example you did get to switch out the weapons you use there was like a laser or just a beam rifle yeah. it was cool but like also it's like man i don't feel as powerful as iron man should be you know what i mean when I see the Avengers movies, I see him ripping through this stuff. When I see Hulk on its big screen, I see Hulk just shredding buildings apart. But it, they tried to make every character even, you know? Mm. I understand you want Black Widow, like, to be played as much as Hulk. But no, like, no, I'm no. sorry. Like, that's fine and all no. to be Black Widow. But you want to be Hulk destroying buildings and, like, oh, there he is. Just, like, coming down like a comet. I think that'd be fun. Your Iron Man shit lasers. But no, they just... They just underdeveloped each character. Those Spider-Man games are pretty cool, though. Like those well, games, like I've that game played. alone, like made me want to get a PS4 when it first came out a few years ago, the original one, and then the they had the second one come out like a year ago too, or whatever. Right? Wasn't there another one? Uh yeah, yeah, Miles Morales. Miles Morales. Yeah, I, I I was zoning on his name, but real quick, the only superhero game or Marvel game I remember playing was like Marvel Alliance or whatever. It was on the Wii. I think it was there on some other consoles, but I'm playing it on the the goofy like we controllers. This like weird game. It was it was fun, but I I think that game was like actually more challenging and had better enemies compared to the newest game, which is and saying something for a game that came out in like 2006. That, doesn't that make you mad? It makes me mad. Yeah, it's like wow. We if have I could play wait. a quality oh, Wii yeah. game, I should be able Six to play a quality apart console for each game. character in that game. We had all the characters. You had different types of enemies. You had this big story. 
And oh guess what? You had all the superheroes. You know, we, we <laughs> no. weren't doing paid service. You know, we weren't doing, you know, monthly, weekly services with games, you know, back in 2006. Take me back to those days, please. You know what astonishes me, though? That I never would have saw coming. When I played Ultimate Alliance and I saw those characters on that roster, you know what I thought? I was like, man, but they will never be on the big screen you know oh right <laughs> and right. can we can we just take a moment can we just please can we just everyone a moment of silence that we actually got to see the whole lineup the whole freaking roster dun, 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 dun. <laughs> dun, dun. in avengers infinity war i remember just sitting there like is this real? Is this I had real chills. life? That was pretty cool. <laughs> oh my God. Just seeing all of them come back and just one of the best moments in, in cinematic history, you know? You can't top it. You didn't think it'd come. Like it just was so unexpected because you forgot. I well, I don't know if you guys forgot, but I forgot all that Hulk snapped. I forgot all of that. Yeah. He was like, we bring everybody back and he snaps and i just forgot about it because i think that's the movie planned yes you have thanos and all this stuff all this action you're like just so like wow this is so cool and then but right as you forgot it's it's gotta be like top three movie experiences ever just for that sole fact that they do such a good job at throwing so much in between the time that he snapped hulk to that moment where you see everybody yes and it's you're right it's purpose it's purposely done it's just man because there's like looking back on it there's so much that goes on between yeah do you guys want to talk about it's like scene by scene it's like one's (laughs) going this way one's going that way oh man do you guys have any particular favorite marvel movie marvel marvel moments in general um, I would say most recently, so I'm just going to go backwards a little bit, but I know one of the most hyped moments I've ever experienced in the Marvel universe was in one of the final fights with Thanos and Thor is getting his ass whooped. And uh, I think it was Thor and Iron Man at the same time. I think they were fighting Thanos at the end, but then um, uh, Captain America comes out of the blue with Mjolnir and starts whooping Thanos's butt. That had me so hyped. Like I've never, like I remember back in, I think it was Age of Ultron when they were all gathering around in Stark Tower, all of the Avengers, and they're all just trying to uh, mess around with Mjolnir and get it to, to move a little bit. I always see that meme <laughs> popped up on, you know, all of the Marvel social media and stuff. But then when when that one little instant when, you know, Steve Rogers, Captain America goes up to it and it just budges a little bit and you see that worried look on Thor's face that had me that that was some foreshadowing to where it's like, I hope this happens. I really hope this happens. And they finally delivered. And I was just so happy because it was so many movies in between that that just made me love it even more. What is what is Thor scream? Is he scream? I, I knew it. When he yeah, yeah. It, yeah. He's, he's like he's like screaming i knew it i knew it yeah that like was, that. it was a really good moment oh. i think um overall throughout the entire mcu movies just how they handled um iron man 
and like oh yeah just like his like you know the passing and stuff like that in the last movie but um probably my two most specific moments um is when uh black not black widow um thanos is fighting uh scarlet witch and what does he what does he say like i don't even know who you are or something like that right no he's fighting um who is he who is it scarlet witch scarlet yeah, Scar- witch. yeah. He, he said that yeah um, oh i thought he said oh so sorry. i i didn't say black <laughs> widow yeah no you're good um that was just like that was really cool and then uh when steve says that is america's ass <laughs> probably the two most profound moments all right will you got any any moments to speak out to you that you're like this is so iconic so spider-man's always been one of my favorite heroes and i was a big fan of spider-man homecoming and i do like michael keaton as an actor to begin with so him playing vulture and whatnot was really cool but i th- i think my favorite scene in that movie, which is probably one of my favorite scenes in all of Marvel, is when um, they're talking in the car. On I think it's when they're like outside the school on prom night, and that's you're when right, they kind of they right, kind of realize right. who each other is. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's just you know it's very awkward, but it's still intense because you got Peter obviously who's like shitting his pants, like <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in the car with the villain, and he's kind of and then you know Vulture's like all right i see who you are it's just you know? it's so intense and it's so nicely done and kind of piggybacking off yeah. of what you guys were mentioning on you know austin's favorite moment i these movies have a great job of okay of course there's a lot of action and, and all these amazing scenes with the technology and stuff for the worlds they build here but the dialogue choices some are you know there's some comedy they're they're funny you know that they, they provide a little uh, comedic relief but then they could also get really intense with with scenes that maybe don't seem like a big deal but they really feel like a you big know, deal with yeah with all a lot that. of work went into that moment actually i like i mm-hmm. actually learned a little bit of behind the scenes there was the street light that goes off it's red because it's like spider-man colors and as soon as he figures out he's spider-man it goes green because green's the color of evil. Mm-hmm. Green's the color of the vulture. And green is when he knows this son of a bitch is Spider-Man. This <laughs> no way. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. 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 It's a whole mm-hmm. big thing with the color dynamic. And you see Peter like in a lot more like brighter colors in the car. And the dad is in more like darker shit. It's a whole big like it's like, wow, it's like showing not telling you know there's so much yeah there's so much involved you didn't have there. to say i get it <laughs> yeah you see it <laughs> is that like case? hey i'm spider-man yeah, here we go. <laughs> i'll get you spider-man <laughs> what is I this like those. 1980s uh comic spider-man animated shows That's i what love those sounds like it's iconic what's All your right. um what's your guys's what's your guys's comfort <laughs> did i did i steal your moment I just wanted to say my moment. Sorry. I have it queued up. All right. All right. All right. Listen, hear me out. I'm hearing you out. The fate of a planet is about this. The planet is about to die. You have a, you have a freaking murder on the loose and he wants this purple rock. And one guy, one idiot, one guardian of the galaxy says, man, fuck you. Let's dance battle. And he dance battles him and he, he points to him and the bad, the guy, the bad guy's like, what are you doing? He's like, all right, bring it back. And he still dances. Oh One of God. the funniest, like you could not predict that scene. And no. it just stole my heart. You know what I mean? I think that stole everybody's heart. I think that was the movie <laughs> that changed everything 
for for the for the future Marvel universe. A hundred percent. I couldn't yeah. agree more. Like, oh my god! Like the, the everything from the um, from all the fights to all the different colors because it was all in space. So they changed all the scenery and everything. And then the my favorite part from that Guardians of the Galaxy movie that you're referring to is the music. Like they did a fantastic job with just the old classic songs and they, they brought them back. I like, forgot what the term is, but they incorporated this rule in in um in cinema where you have the music play organically in the movie and that's how it's played. So every song that you heard that's licensed was always played for them as well. You know what I mean? It was never in the uh, background. They listened to it just like we listened to it. And I thought that was like also such a cool move. It's something you never really notice until you notice it. And you're like every song that we hear, they hear. And it's like, wow, what a, a good move. I also love Garden. Yeah, Gardens Galaxy is one of the best. They're not limited to Earth's rules, you know. Space, mm-hmm. they made it up as they fucking went along. I bet you know they yeah. just took the weirdest moments from comics, characters that no one even knew. I remember the hype leading up to Gardens Galaxy was so bad. Like, oh my god, a raccoon, uh, a tree. This is going to be like Disney, like a Disney ride. <laughs> and it turned out to be something so much more iconic. Arguably so much like more. One of the most mainstream out of all out of all the movies that were were released easily shout out to james gunn the director fantastic job that's another thing the the producers the directors i mean kevin feige many consider him to be one of the best producers and he is on everything he's doing the the shows on disney plus he's been involved in probably i believe all of these movies so like and and that's one of the things being a star wars fan that hates the some of the directors from the the trilogy that Disney made, I'm very disappointed with that. But on the other side, everything that that Disney and Marvel has had going on, the people that are in charge of these movies, it's been beautiful. Chef's kiss, ten out of ten, with like almost everything. Also, yeah. brought in the lovable character Groot. I mean, like <laughs> I'm Groot. You see that yeah. like adapted in so many other like TV shows now, like Baby Yoda. You have, um, I mean, there's probably more than just those two, but the music, the mm-hmm. lovable character. I mean, that just brought so many more fans. And then like, even my girlfriend, we just like that brought her along. And then she was like, okay, well now I want to know the backstory of everything. Cause everything was coming out still in theaters. So we just did like a marathon that like started her off as a fan. That makes sense. So, like, yeah. That is a, that. Yeah. Guardians mm-hmm. was just the start of, that's a great intro movie for any uh, m- potential Marvel fan that really wants to get into the whole genre or into the whole like Marvel universe. That was a great first step. And yeah. And if you're, if, it, if there's anybody out there, that's like your girlfriend that wants to take that extra step and learn more. I feel like that was the best stepping stone and they just absolutely out of the park. It's yeah. nice that you won't feel lost just right. by watching one or two movies. Cause when you step into Iron Man three or Captain America civil war, you're just like, well, who the hell are all you people? You know what yeah. I mean? Guardians yes. 1 and 2, yeah. you could just jump in. You know where you are. You're with the family. And know? that's another amazing thing is like, okay, Guardians, I mean, there are some serious points in, in those movies, but I mean, they're they're still kind of more lighthearted compared to a lot of the other ones. But then once you bring everybody together in like Infinity War and Endgame and then Gamora's fate and whatnot, like... Like shit gets real even for those characters. Like you, you, you go the longest time just liking them and knowing that uh, you know 
you know them based off of their victories and, and everything. And then all of a sudden Thanos comes in and everything, you know, shit gets real. And then you start losing characters and whatnot. It's, I, it's just as a whole, it's just such a great thing where not every movie feels the same, but then when you brought them all together, it didn't matter what you knew them from and their, you know, previous movie or movies. So it, I that was another thing that I thought was, was nicely done is you got connected to these characters and the guardians characters were unique but they weren't afraid to uh, dispatch to them either, you know? Right. I know with myself, when it came to getting an attachment, like I, I loved Spider-Man as a kid. Like there was, uh, there were the other OG (laughs) Spider-Man characters, Spider-Man characters before, but I love Tom Holland and how, and what he's done. And after watching homecoming, like his movie and everything, it, it it gave me a better perspective of Spider-Man in that time of how he does make mistakes and stuff. But the fact that he's a kid in fighting in this war and he starts, he, he like, he's what, 16 years old, 15, 16 years old or something like that. 16. At this, 16 at this time. And he's fighting against aliens and adults and just all this. So he's coming at this from a younger person's perspective. And then next thing you know, people start vanishing let alone he starts to vanish in front of some of his new friends and family. Oh man. That made me almost cry. Not almost. I did cry. I teared up. I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, how are you supposed to end it like this? Like I want, I want it now. And then we had to wait a whole year to figure out what was going to happen. That was the worst part. (laughs) What? I loved it. I loved it. They did a great job. Do you feel that Thanos being, teased from the very beginning had a great payoff oh yes yes i think i think they yeah they did a great job um i honestly i don't know how they could have really done it any different and made it any better i i hands down 10 out of 10 favorite series because i've been here since since day one um watching all of them from iron man one back in what 2001 i think that came out like it was early 2000s but uh, yeah, every little hint going up to this point was fantastic. I loved it. When was I... the first time we saw Thanos? Avengers 1, end credit scene. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yep, he looked completely different too. Yeah, they reworked he... him a lot, which is great. They... Yeah, of course. They didn't even have, I believe, I don't remember who the actor is, but they didn't have him yet. Yeah. Until I believe like the guardians of the galaxy movie i believe because then he's like i'll do it myself yeah <laughs> and that's it right right that Very was cool that was fantastic and i i even loved what was a big thing for me too uh or big movie for me was thor ragnarok that was a great transition from the thor movies because the first one wasn't great second one was okay third one knocked it out of the park because it got that algorithm that they had going on um from guardians so that had a lot of comedic relief and also just a more interesting story compared to the other Thor movies. I do really like that too, because they got Chris Hemsworth to mm-hmm. really explore his acting chops with comedic. You know what I mean? They're always like, Hey, you know, Chris Hemsworth is definitely more of a comedic actor. And the director Taiga Watiti was like, let's, let's rewrite the script around that. Like, why do we have to limit Thor to this uh, Shakespearean character and I thought oh my what a genius move you know it doesn't have to be the most accurate Thor that's fine just the one that works best and everyone loves and 
And this is the version that's just the best, you know? Chris Hemsworth is just a great comedic actor. You would never think that, you know? Yeah, and even Chris like- Pratt. Yeah, even Chris Pratt. I know coming from Zan, even you to have make a lot him to say about this, even to get him to be relatively serious at some point coming, you know, along these movies, because I'm actually I'm always late to the party with a lot of movies and crap, and especially TV shows like I'm finally getting to watch watching Parks and Rec. And he's a flat out idiot, a hilarious, <laughs> hilarious idiot in this show. And I'm like, this guy played <laughs> this guy at one point goes to you know fights thanos and and is involved in this thing that is you know obviously the whole world and gal you know basically everything is up for grabs and and chris pratt this guy that fall, falls in a empty pit in parks and rec just turns out to be a badass likable you know superhero like even that like just but he carries job. it over that's that's what's great yeah. about him like he carries it over like you see a little bit of andy in star lord like you see like which is great and then he, they just came out with another movie with him right uh, yeah Amazon that one Prime. supposedly flopped but yeah <laughs> for good things but I, I i'll have to watch it just because he's in it i'm excited yeah, like it, like it's cool to see like over his career, he's playing, you know, he's getting bigger roles. He's, you know, being featured as like a star, one of the main characters, um, you know, leading actor in some of these movies nowadays. So his career is, is taken off nicely. So, yeah, I know Sam's a big fan of Parks and Rec. So I like coming from me and my perspective, just seeing Chris Pratt as Star-Lord, he's always Star-Lord. I couldn't imagine with like Zav, like having seen this show over and over again, being like, Oh my God, that's Andy. I I have <laughs> that's seen that show. Right? Andy? Yes, Andy. Okay, okay. I've seen that show so many times. I've watched it four times over, and I've listened to it a, f- a fifth time. I'm just listening to, just driving back to uh, uh, Indianapolis and back a couple times throughout a year. But uh, but there, it's actually funny that you bring that up with the fact that he's trans uh, transitioned from Parks and Rec to Marvel. But there's there's a couple seasons in there where actually at the beginning where Andy's a little chubby at the beginning, but then as the seasons progress, there have been episodes where he's actually uh, lost some clothing, but they actually had to put a shirt on him because he was so jacked for the, uh, what's it called? The guardians of the galaxy movie coming out. Like he was so shredded. They had to put a white uh, t-shirt on him. Like, I was just like, wow, that's funny. He's a little chunky to start, (laughs) to start off in parks and rec. I'm just in the middle of season three right now. Oh, it's so good. So good. Wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. Is there anything you guys have been disappointed by in the Marvel movies? Um, I have one particular big thing. Shoot. What is it? Mm, sorry. I was about to say um, Brie Larson. <laughs> Listen, nothing against her as a person. Oh, we're, no we're way. We are Twitter canceled. Nothing against her as a person. Listen, I just think that's the worst portrayal of Captain Marvel I've ever seen. I... Listen, I have a dorky comic book background, and I don't think it's her fault at all. I don't think it's her fault at all. I think it's the writers, and it's just like, I think they just dropped the ball so hard on Captain Marvel. Hear me out. I have a few points to make, if you all care to listen. Point one is she is not even the same person in the movies as she is in the comics at all. In the comics, she's a hothead, and she's like so, like, she's just like, uh, F off. I do what I want and I'm going to go and fight first. Where like this movie, she's just so like chill and laid back and like makes comedic jokes. It's like, oh my, I, I just feel like she kind of 
plays the same role as all these other like Marvel characters combined. You know what I mean? She has the smirkiness of Tony Stark. She has like the confidence of like, it's like be your own character. That's what mm-hmm. I want you to see. I want all these different characters in Marvel. I don't want you to be a combination of them all. Be your own. And then the movie that. was just so, I'm so sorry to say this, but it was so boring. They were at the military base. And I remember t- I was like with someone, I can't remember who I was with at the time seeing the movie, but I was like, where is everyone else in this military base? It was just her and Nick Fury and they were fighting scrolls. And there's not a single other person in that entire building mm-hmm. for like straight up 30 minutes. Yep. I was I like, yep. Yeah. They just take a, they just take a jet. No one else was in the jet bank or whatever they're called. Nope. Nobody has not questions. A, no one has questions. <laughs> no one like, no one's like, Hey, that's our aircraft. Uh, it's leaving. Nope. Not a single soul. Nope, not. Hey, look, it's leaving the atmosphere. No one bats an eye. It's yeah, like, I mean, we got 10 of them. We're good. <laughs> yes. It's like, I don't know. You make the movies. You could make them smarter. It's just like that whole movie just has a lot of what? Huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> you know what? It was just so information based. That was the problem with that movie is just because it came out at such a pivotal time. It just kind of needed to explain who this person was that's going to help these guys out. You know what I mean? It so needed I, I can, to. Yeah. But no one to. wanted it to. Yeah. <laughs> okay? yeah. Everyone wanted a Captain Marvel story. You show all these clips of her past, and yet it was just so misogynistic. Yeah. You need to have a cock for the cockpit. It's like, oh my, <laughs> you're shoving it down my throat. You're not making her a, a strong female character. You're forcing it down my throat that she's a strong female character. Very show. True. Don't tell. Number one rule in storytelling. Show. Don't tell. Is that your least favorite movie? It's just like, they just just did so many things wrong. If I wasn't bored out of my mind, maybe it wouldn't be. (laughs) But I really was. I was like, oh my gosh. I just think the writing was wrong. And I just, I don't know, I could not. And I still don't. Just picture Brie Larson. She just doesn't feel like it to me. You know what I mean? I think it goes for the writing that ruined it for me. Because maybe she was written... Just with more character, more, yeah, yeah. like more, ah, you know, more fierceness, like more just, fire. Yeah. yeah, they kept saying, "Oh, hey, you're always first to shoot lasers. You're always first to hit. You gotta wait." I was like, "I've never got that from her at all. She's mm-hmm. always been the one to just chill." You know what I mean? They're always like, yes. "Oh, you're too quick to shoot lasers. Is she really though? I've never <laughs> seen her do it. You know, she does it to be funny, but she never does it out of anger. Like, I want to see that." pissed off like you need to really calm down you know but no just for ha 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 he, 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 I I'd, my I'd like to know how they did such a great job of de-aging Sam Jackson but yet when oh, you watch the Irishmen they look yeah. nasty as hell when you look at Joe Pesci really? and, and De Niro totally really off, off subject but no no we could talk about that. I, I just know that, I just noticed I think, that Guys, no, you want to know how we? I'm gonna I'm gonna put myself on blast right here. Austin finally got me to watch the whole from start to fission, fi, finish uh, Captain Marvel like what a week or two ago, and then oh, over the weekend, funny. I my my lame weekend was working from home all all of the holidays, so I watched Doctor Strange again for, first time from start to finish, and uh, fell in love with both of those movies actually. But Nick, for as big as you are into the comics and everything with this whole yeah, I could be wrong thing. You know, I do, my, I do yeah. respect your opinion. Like I'm still not as I'm still, 
not as knowledgeable when it comes to Captain Marvel. So sure, if you love it, then get yeah, your love opinions. It. But I mean, it, it is definitely a solid movie. I, I think that movie falls into the issue that a lot of movies have, whether it's superheroes, Star Wars, these these big franchises and big movies that are trying to compact all this information into literally, you know, 120 minutes and they either sometimes they focus too long on things you think they could get through quicker and, and which in turn, you know, screws you over and you don't get enough time in the, you know, other aspects that you like, don't get enough time in the spotlight. So a lot of story, a lot, a little character development, you know, I think my biggest problem, and it's just not only stems from like Marvel, but like in other aspects of like film and I get why people do it, but it's just like the, the fluctuating power levels of some superheroes. I It bothers me so much that Captain Marvel, Scarlet Witch, all these people are supposed to be like the most powerful person in the world. And like, they just don't tear shit up. Like how you said okay. in the video game, they yeah, just, they don't, they don't. Like Captain Marvel came and rescued, yes. But like, I don't know. In a perfect example, this in the Star Wars realm is Anakin is supposed to be like the most powerful person and he gets his ass beat by Darth Maul multiple times. <laughs> it, it, it like, I understand why, because like, you know, you, it would be boring. It yes. would be boring to watch like somebody just wreck shit the entire 90 minutes of the movie. Maybe. But well, I, I would like to see that. It's <laughs> a spinoff movie. Just, when, just hey, the demolition. The Star Wars hallway scene, I could watch that for a full length film. Yes, but it's it's also just like, but then you have characters like, and it, and it's just probably just me, but like Black Widow, who's just kicking ass, who's just like a regular human being, who just, I don't get that. Yeah, Wait, she's one of the strongest, but what I mean, she has she's, she's like very a, talented and a sk- highly skilled fighter, but where are the actual? You she's know, very flexible. That's she doesn't have powers. She doesn't have powers. So like Captain Marvel, compared to her, like. Uh, yeah. Explain to me though. Can, can you give me an in-movie example for Captain Marvel? For any character that you feel like their power just was like, wait, what? You, you okay. Totally... I feel like for Captain Marvel, I remember back when Endgame at that very last fight, she takes on the the big battleship and she flies through it, does her thing, and destroys the ship. But I feel like with the amount of power that she possesses, she could have easily annihilated like more than half of that army by herself, easily. Especially when she's in her full Phoenix mode, I think is what it's called. I, I I don't know where she goes full glow. I don't know what it's actually called. She has some type of mode for that. But she, uh, when she's in that form or whatever, she's supposed to be competing with some of these really top tier, like well-known heroes. So I don't understand why they had to like dumb her down just a little bit for that. But it's, it's whatever. Let me listen now I don't I don't think I necessarily well I do agree with you guys are saying, but it doesn't bother me. I've never noticed it until you brought up these arguments. But she did go billions of galaxies away, picked up Tony and came back in a True. noteworthy time. So she should be super fast. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Considering she, picked, You're she right. picked up Tony, he was that same health when he got picked up, and he was that same health when he got back. You know what I mean? There was no health difference. So she must have been flying through space and galaxies that must have been so fast but yet she didn't really use that speed i don't know yeah so if the world is really ending i'd pick up that gauntlet with that speed fuck fuck the rest of those people sorry right Mm -hmm. 
And if she flew through a ship, why couldn't she just fly through Thanos and like and like you guys said, like the actual <laughs> like right. Oh, oh. well, hey, wait, hey, what's that? Watch yeah. that show on Amazon Prime. What show? What show? I don't know. Oh, oh my Invincible. god. Oh. No, 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 no. Which one? The boys. Oh, you know the how boys, the, yes. The spacer flew through the girlfriend. Yes. They'd be like they'd be like Thanos holding the gauntlet. No, he sees the hand. <laughs> the gauntlet. <laughs> just, just are all bloody up. Oh shit. It's all over me. It's all purple. <laughs> purple goop. <laughs> you know? Well, hey, I mean, it would have been this would have been the same kind of de- death he had at the beginning where it was I don't know. I don't know about you guys. This is maybe a controversial like thought, but I really the only thing I didn't like about Endgame is I, I actually didn't like that they killed him at the beginning. I, I didn't I wasn't really? a fan. I wasn't a fan of the whole time you know going back in time and at, you know bringing everything back together going back to certain events and because to me, okay they like when you start talking about other realities and, and and different timelines which is ironic now that you think about it because with loki being out that's what the show focuses on with the time variance and, and everything like that but um i just it didn't feel it didn't carry the same weight for me when they took on the alternate timeline version of thanos which was you know again the battle at the end was great it was epic obviously it's emotional because of again like nick you brought up just the whole lineup of the character of the heroes and you know iron man and all that stuff i mean great but it just didn't carry the same weight for me knowing that oh this isn't just badass thanos this is badass thanos but another version another alternate timeline it just to me it they overcomplicated the 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 last movie the last storyline with all this and i just think it really kind of you lost some of the impact of thanos because you're like wow okay so we killed him but he's not really dead we're just gonna fight another version of him it's it's just i i would prefer to and and meanwhile this other version of thanos has no idea that he got capped in, in his little hut after he say you know did his thing and saved the world or, you know, saved his dream on what he wanted to do with, with the world. But again, it just didn't carry the same weight with me that we're going to, we're fighting another version of Thanos, which that again, maybe that was kind of them high, you know, kind of doing a little preview of what the future of Marvel is with what Loki's doing and what WandaVision did. You know, it seems like you're going to see more of this battle with timelines and things like that. So I, I don't know. I just didn't really now. Like I do agree with you. 100%. I mean, I think the moment's still cool as it is, but I do think also it took away from the impact of like, this is the guy. This is that son of a gun. You know what I mean? I, I don't know because he saw all that when he, um, when he saw the, the future in the memory of, uh, what's her name? Um, Gamora. Not Gamora, her sister. Yeah, no, no. Nebula? Was it Nebula? Remember, because he saw the future mm-hmm. in her memory, but and it was he it, saw himself getting capped. Right? He saw himself die. Yes. No. Yeah, he, yes. he did. So he saw. So he saw that. If anything, that brought more to the movie because he saw that he he did it. He did yeah, it. Right. That made he, him really think where he has to like. I have to change my my plan a bit, and you know. Obviously, Fuck it. I'm cheating. Up. I'm yeah. taking this shit, and I'm gonna fucking fast forward a little bit here, and then boom, we're we're done. That was his honestly, plan. it's just personal preference. Like, yeah, that's that's a really good point. I mean, yeah, and I guess that makes him more badass too, because he's not afraid of death because he knows he's about to to die. It's just 
I don't know. It, it especially when you're. It just reminded me of Snoke getting killed in, in Star Wars a little bit, and also, it was just wild that it start. That was like a, within what the first fifteen minutes of the movie, twenty minutes yeah. of the movie, they they killed him. I'm like, holy shit. Well, now what? Exactly. But, you go into that movie thinking like mm-hmm. they're gonna get him at the end. They're gonna and within the first ten minutes they got him. They capped his yeah. ass. They got him. What a good what a good twist of like yeah. I agree with you too, Austin. Sometimes I just hate how, and I'm, I'll get off my my horse here. I'm sorry, but <laughs> I just hate how sometimes movies and Star Wars is really bad at this too. Is where, and I know I'm always referring to Star Wars. Like, I promise, <laughs> I'm not making this a Star Wars. We're gonna show, have but, another episode for Star Wars, but <laughs> but, but I'm just but but like the Marvel movies and Star Wars both struggle with the whole like you have to talk about it after the movie. You have to read posts from different websites or you have to read interviews and listen to interviews from you know the directors and the writers like after the movie is said and done you watch it a million times like there's some things you don't learn or understand or because you don't you see it outside of the movie you don't learn you learn it outside the movie you don't see it in the movie shown in scenes shown in dialogue and, and sometimes again it's just personal preference it bothers me sometimes when like i would have loved if somehow they would have acknowledged in the movie that Thanos like refers back to, okay. Yeah. Like you, you thought you stopped me, but here I am again, I'm, you know, unbeatable or whatever, whatever his cocky ass would, would say, cause he, you know, we know he was big confident in, in those last two movies, but I just, I like when they show things and acknowledge it in some way in the movies, not where I have to go read it in a comic and, and I'm probably breaking Nick's heart because I'm not a big comic person. But no, no, you're fine. Those two I franchises do that a lot. Think it's the difference in the franchise where Star Wars is made up as it's go- as it goes. Where we've seen that with the new sequels, where Marvel, it has it has just decades and decades of. So I just need to get lore. a bunch of books, right? I need to start reading these comics. Nah, so I know what the hell's like, going on. I think that's kind of the fun of it, though. You could be like, who the hell is this? Who the heck is this? What is this stone? You know what I mean? Where it's like Star Wars, you, you could do that. But all the story is told within the movies to some degree, more degree than the Marvel comics completely. I think that that also goes with it. But I, I want to get back to that point. We said Doctor Strange really kicked it off for you and makes you excited for what's to come out of Marvel. Because as you see, there was the whole timeline and he has this movie coming up, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which supposedly has heavy indications in the brand new Spider-Man movie coming out in December, which we have no trailer for yet. But it's rumored to have all three incarnations of Spider-Man. And that makes me very, very amazing. <laughs> excited <laughs> to say the least how cool um, is that gonna be just i know i know so this with how loki's going for they for those who may not have watched it we are going into spoiler territory loki has been incredible and um we just all left off on the episode four finale there's two more episodes remain and we are excited to see where it goes you had sylvie who just killed all three timekeepers you had loki just himself killed off supposedly unless you've seen that credit scene that you know he's been transferred to an alternate reality earth some type of different sense of reality and um and the whole show is the premise is just that there's a whole multiverse that could be established but isn't and i think how this show will end my theory is 
that it will open up all these multiverses where different things have happened and different like characters are implemented into our universe. I think it's going to explain a lot. I think there's just a lot to explore with this. Uh, for those who may not have known, sorry for monologuing right now. Marvel just got the rights back to Fantastic Four and the X-Men. So I oh, hope wow. that this incorporates, oh my God, hey, half the population just so happens to be mutants. Or, hey, there's a family from outer space that just collided into our universe. Who are they? Who are these four people? One guy says, flame on. What a real weirdo. <laughs> just kidding. He's my favorite. So I'm just excited <laughs> to see these new developments come out of this. I just think there's just so much more to explore. You know, you've, you've talked about a homicidal maniac from outer space that's purple. Now it's time to talk about the red homicidal in outer space from a different dimension. You know, explore these new different things. I'm excited. No, there's so much potential. It's, it's kind of crazy looking back at what we've already like seen just and like knowing this is probably like a quarter of what they can do, if not less. It, yeah. It makes me wonder like, where are they going? You know? Cause there is. It's a lot of pressure too. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, it's a lot of, of pressure. Like, uh, man, it, it's also awesome though. The fact that they, their options are endless. So they really have as much, uh, content as they want to just throw at us and they could take all these different twists and turns. Like the fact that you said that all three Spider-Man are particular potentially coming into this new movie, like no one expected that. And now it's hopefully going to happen because from what it looks like, and that would just change everything. I feel like, and if they could do of little course. spinoffs from there, like just like you said, with the fantastic four and all that, just, bringing back these other characters from these different series would change everything. Cause I've always wondered these different mashups, but like X-Men, cause they've always had the rights to X-Men. So seeing Wolverine meet up with Captain America or something like that would be such a weird mashup and, but just so different. <laughs> yeah. I think one thing they really learned from Captain Marvel, you know, besides my opinions and Will's opinions is that, people are kind of tired of seeing origin stories too. So right. this way, oh my, you had, you could have origin stories, but they don't have to begin with my uncle Ben died. My parents were murdered in an alley. <laughs> like you could be like, Hey, my parents also died, but I'm here now. It's like, okay, cool. Let's see where we can go from here. Explore a whole reality of these people's realities of like that. They've already been existing. This family of four already has been existing. I think that's exciting, you know? And Tell that's basically what Tom Holland's Spider-Man has been, right? You know, they, yes, they exactly. didn't highlight, you know, the death of everybody again. They just kind of, they just threw him in his situation. Like, okay, boom, this, this, this is him yeah. as a, a kid. And then, you know, they go into obviously the, the life-changing events that, you know, turn him into a superhero, which I like. I, I agree. Like, you acknowledge the origin, but you're not fully showing it, which, again, could waste so much time and take away from other moments and other aspects of the story that we could tell or, or add something that's new that hasn't been you know maybe brought up in the comics or brought up in the other movie versions of so especially spider-man since you've had what in the last 20 years we've had three different actors you know three different you know iterations of the character and, and batman look how many times batman's changed too you know and i know it's different but it's no, exactly. just you know it's, exactly. it's all repetitive yeah you, know, you said just... you said um you know, the potential characters and stuff like that, that we can just branch out on now. And I had just, and we talked a little bit about it before the show, but 
we read an article saying of, of how James Gunn went on like a Twitter, not rant, but he went on like a, he was replying to fans and he said that basically anything before WandaVision is not canon. Um, and that's kind of crazy to me because that's Daredevil. You know, I got a list out here. That's Daredevil, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Luke Cage. What is it? Um, Jessica Jones. Jessica, yeah. Jessica Iron Jones. Fist. All those cable television shows or like Netflix specials. Like that's, and it makes sense because like, you know, the people who are making that aren't the people who are making the TV shows now. So they weren't coordinated, but like, you can't just. But they were planned to be in the movies, right. which is yeah. very upsetting. Oh. And Daredevil's, at least from some articles I've read, is rumored to potentially be in this Spider-Man, Spider-Man movie. movie. That's actually one of the most heavily. I hope so, because yes. that one I've watched on Netflix, and I think you said you have two, Nick, and that is that was a great show i mean the 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 story was great three three uh three seasons 39 episodes and they freaking got you ready for a season four and then they canceled it on netflix i was so pissed it was a really good show charlie cox plays a great daredevil and i I mean actually that whole cast like i would have been happy to see i mean they even punisher they brought him in kind of gave him his origin story and then they even gave punisher a show so it's just I, I at least on, I think yeah. out of all of them, Daredevil would have been worth like keeping around or bringing into this. You know, again, a guy that's got you know he's kind of, I guess he's kind of like you know Black Widow, where it's it's mostly just highly skilled combat but fighter, but, but different too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Similar but different. But Zav also saw Jessica Jones, where I'm sure he could agree that it's actually one of the top tier Marvel shows. I've yet to see it, but I might I thought maybe it was. Be- it was just, it was just really, really, really good. Like well-told stories. Yeah, it's it's from a character that I honestly never even heard of until I saw Jessica Jones, and then I saw Marvel. I was like, oh, okay, give this a shot because this was the first. I think this was a second one that popped up because first was Daredevil, and uh, they had a great bad guy with crazy powers, and the situations throughout just that show alone were really, really good. But um, I actually haven't watched the Daredevil show all the way through, or at least the three seasons. But I remember that Daredevil show, like, was a, a big step towards, like, animate or not animation, but, like, towards co- choreographed fight scenes. Because I remember seeing the first, like, big fight scene from that show just as a clip. And it was, like, five minutes of nonstop fighting, all one take. Like I remember seeing that just everywhere, blown up on Twitter, and I thought that was fantastic. And it was I just, crazy. I yeah. want to see more of that. Like I, that would be great if we could throw him into the new Spider-Man universe. Like I might be bold in saying this because I I am so in love with the new Marvel shows and their take on it. Loki is incredible, but Daredevil is just better. Daredevil mm-hmm. is one of the best shows. They take Matthew Murdoch, a lawyer who is blind, and they just make such a such a great story and like what will said you have all these characters you have the punisher you have electra and you have like these just very emotional stories that go along with them and how their different interests con- conflict with each other and it's just one of the most just some of the best moments in in like tv history you don't even have to be a marvel fan you don't have to know who these characters are and you could just fall in love with these characters stories because they're just so raw and real and you're like i could i could relate to this guy he's as human as i am he is false and they show it you know they're not these superheroes that are above everyone else they're right now they're in hell's kitchen 
fighting it out, you know? Also, didn't the best- they didn't they make like a didn't they bring all those characters like Luke Cage, Daredevil, Jessica Jones? Didn't they bring and maybe a few more? I could be missing a couple. Didn't they make like a one or two season series where they brought them all together? I can't remember the name of it, but like they all came together to fight some villain or there was some kind of storyline that brought them together again something that they put together on netflix before what they've done with disney plus where they have all these shows now that you know are maybe not connect totally all connecting now but might are probably going to be in the future like even that like maybe they don't even have to be injected in with spider-man and some of the main marvel people what if they just kind of had their own like like you know their own separate story but they're together in their own little universe you know whether it's totally within line with the rest of them or not but they could be in their own storyline like to to cut them all out like that's just such a freaking disney thing to do like they're, they're they did that with so much i guess what i'm going to bring up again star wars they did that with a bunch of star wars stuff when they took it over from george lucas there's a lot of stuff that's not canon for star wars anymore it's the same thing with Marvel. I think it's disappointing because there are some quality shows, some quality uh, content that these actors and, and writers and directors have made. And just to see that it's like they don't want to acknowledge it is kind of disappointing, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I think they established a good team, the Defenders. And uh, to, yeah, it's like, you know what? Just that's fine. Don't You don't have to acknowledge it in your movies. Just don't acknowledge like they're the bastard child. You know, you had such great TV shows and they're all yours you know you don't have to just throw them away so sad i think it's i think it's very sad devil deserves at least one more season because they te- they teased another villain a guy that was so badass was it dead eye i think or something like bullseye. that like, or bullseye okay close i got the eye part right but mm-hmm. he his like his origin story that was basically built in with the third season was great and i love the actor that played him and i I just think that i guess they did kind of give it a soft ending which was i guess i could live with it but i don't know that's a show that at least deserves one more season so they can write it and develop it with an ending that they've they intended to make not just that ending where they're like well it's a good ending if we stop here but obviously we'd like to keep doing more did any of those shows end correctly or were they all canceled canceled all all of them Right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it was all came. Luke Cage, shot. I think, only had two seasons. Two seasons. Uh, They're all that, short. That was. I mean, that was a good show too. Why? Why is that? I, the I, contract uh, ended. Disney ended the contract with Netflix, so like they had it up to a certain time, and then it's just gone. So it wasn't like viewers, like oh, everybody hates this show. No, because I remember it was. Yeah. It started like that, where it's like, oh my god, it's canceled, probably because the viewership. But then one after another, you're like, no, Disney is literally right. just snipping the ropes so technically would like legally would disney be allowed if they say they wanted to do another season of, of jessica jones or yeah Luke they Cage own the or, characters they own all the rights the contract i'm kind of surprised they don't want to continue ended. them and just maybe yeah. take them in whatever direction they want like you you have you have all the staff right there you have the shows already set up not now unless maybe they didn't the get good ratings or viewership. I don't know. No, no, they all. I mean, Daredevil and Jessica Do- Jones did phenomenally, and I just don't think it'd have the same crew because I know it was that was owned by Netflix. Right. These were Netflix originals, you know, and that was like the whole big thing was it was like, oh my god, Marvel originals on Netflix exclusively. N- Netflix was the exclusive producer behind it, and uh, I also think just because Marvel, I mean, they have to be 
at the very minimum 10 years ahead of planning. Like they've already had like the next 10 years, probably I would even argue maybe 15 because of, you know, when they were making Iron Man, they kind of already had an idea of where they were taking it. Mm-hmm. Um, they can't just, which sucks. They can't just like incorporate these people who they had never had planned to like. Now, of course I'll pull a will and I'll reference star Wars. <laughs> I think they heavily learned from the sequel. Yes. Where if you don't plan, it just goes, uh, where are we going? What's going on? And so many exactly. afflictions now, you know? And they're the best at it so far. I mean, like, look at it, yeah. you know? Yeah, like yeah. I said, I would even argue 15 years in the future. They have an idea in 15 years what's going to be kind of released. It would yeah, but, not surprise me if it's longer than that. But then there's yeah. even also the fact with this whole multiverse that we were just talking about, like, we could see them come back. Like, if they really wanted to pull that content back there is potential there because I, I feel like they could just throw them into any kind of story just, that would pop up you could use that as an excuse for everything why not just have spider-man live in california why Multiverse. not why not <laughs> why not bring a different iron man in yeah no different act no, different actor no no i know but that, that's no, no, kind of, no, that no. one's kind of see that one's no that that right there no Austin, Austin, this is going to hurt your feelings, but they already are. Yeah, they already are. Mm -hmm. It's coming out. It's called Ironheart. (laughs) I'm sorry, Austin. Sorry. Is it the daughter? Nope, it's an African-American high school girl. Yep, it's already coming out. I'm sorry. I I love your silence. Is it like 2023 (laughs) or something? Actually, I pulled up the time. I I wonder if this timeline even is accurate anymore because of the pandemic, but okay, now it's not. Where's it at? Isn't that supposed to come out like 2023 or maybe a little bit after? Hey, it's not on this thing I pulled up. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it on I saw it on a different timeline. Ah, what the hell, whatever. It's coming, folks. It's coming in a couple of weird years, don't <laughs> oh, worry. It's uh it's going to be on Disney Plus and it's going to be a show. It's a show, it, okay. I believe so. It's not going to be its own full-fledged movie. I think that would upset a lot of fans, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and uh so so to kind of timestamp this video, we are recording it on the Tuesday before Black Widow um, for people who are listening in the future. Are you guys going to be purchasing it on Disney or are you going to the theater? Theater. Marvel deserves that from me, from my pocket. That's a good movie to go back to the theaters to see. I don't expect it to be phenomenal. I don't expect it to be mind-blowing. But I expect it to be Marvel quality, and that's what I like to see in theaters. See, I would I've- even say... I would I'm, see if I knew how I felt about. So sorry to cut you off. If I oh. knew how I felt about Captain Marvel, I'd still go back and see it in theaters. Deserves it. I see, agree. I'm on the other side of that. I don't. I wouldn't go back to the theaters to see this movie. To be honest, no one cares what you think. Hey, also, you have a theater in your basement, so I mean, I, that's true. yeah, yeah. You're this a guy's got a cool basement. Yeah. Everybody. <laughs> but yeah, I just I don't know. Like I. I've always liked Black Widow as a character and I just thought she was cool and she's really hot, but that's a side point. But basically I, I just, I don't know. When I see Black Widow in her own movie, I just think of like any other spy movie, like, or anything else that's got crazy explosions and guns. And I'm just like, okay, that that's all you got. But it, that, like you said, uh, like Nick said, with how the fact that it's Disney quality, hopefully that saves it. But I'm like, I, I, I'm personally not super interested in, black widow and then she's fighting taskmaster which is a pretty cool villain 
But I'm like, if there was any villain with an actual superpower, like really worth noting, she would not be around. I know that for sure. So it's just like, <laughs> ah, eh, I'll see it at how home. You, how you feel about being like a sort of prequel in the universe? Um, in, in a sense, you know, it's just a slap yeah. in the middle of her story. I guess, yeah, it does show, yeah, it shows where she came from and all that kind of stuff. So, like, I make, like, I want to see it. I just, it's not enough to get me back into the theaters because I'm like, when I go to the theaters, I want to see superpowers. I want to see crazy explosions. I want to see the Hulk ripping stuff up and destroying things. Like, I want awesome effects like that. But I've seen explosion like cars exploding i've seen people shooting guns i've seen all this different stuff in the theaters are you referencing fast and furious yes actually yes and how they're all going to space because of family because you know they need space (laughs) fuel family family family. how are you gonna breathe in space it's family (laughs) those memes are ridiculous right oh my god but um but yeah, I don't know. I, I just don't think uh, Black Widow is going to bring me back to the theaters. Personally. Xavier, I know how they convince you to go. Oh. The ICs. Ooh, okay. Maybe. Maybe. If you, if I, w- you... I will buy you an IC if you go with me. Okay, you got me. Okay. You really twisted yeah. my arm there. <laughs> but okay, so no matter how you look at it, it had to be done. This movie had to be made because this oh, is yeah. a character you've you've been with for the past how many years like you know year by year she's in a movie she's kind of like the the supporting actor and like does a pretty damn good job at the, at, at what she does so we needed to know where like at least the people who don't read the comic books or something like that needed to know where she came from and not only that but like there's other characters too that deserve but i don't know like i see i hear you with that but then it's also there's another character on the Avengers roster that I'm still questionable about is Hawkeye. I'm like, no. that's exactly it. I'm like, yeah. it's, it's a guy. He could shoot an arrow. Like once he runs out of arrows, what, what else does he bring to the table? That's like, it. Don't bring it to the movies. We're done. Case closed. Like, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I don't, I don't need that. Like I don't, I don't need, need anything more. It's just like, I'm waiting for that to happen or he gets a freaking TV show or something like he is. Oh my god! I don't need that. <laughs> but like, this one's about okay, okay. I have, I have a, you know. Listen, I've, I know why. But uh, okay, I don't even know what I'm saying. Now. <laughs> I know why Hawkeye is getting his own story. It's to establish his daughter, and in the Marvel movies, I didn't want to spoil it for you, bitches. But for those who may not know, Marvel is actually creating a universe for the Young Avengers, the mm-hmm. Teenage Avengers. Damn, what do you think and about that? And who's your source, huh? Yeah, who is it? <laughs> who is uh, it? Comic boy. Uh, <laughs> li- okay, okay. You want me to give you the whole roster? Not even Peter Parker. He's not even going to be in it. You have Hawkeye's daughter. You have um, Ironheart. You have who is Hank Pym? Not Hank Pym. Ant-Man's daughter. Because yeah, they've, oh, they've already established who these characters are. And in the yeah. comics, they are all real superheroes who become the Young Avengers. They're literally all going to Isn't be Isn't the girl from Captain Marvel, the little black girl that was like the best friend's daughter? I'm pretty sure. No, that. she's going to be in Captain Marvel's movie because she's oh, all grown she? up now. Oh, okay. All grown okay. up now. Mm-hmm. I didn't know But I wouldn't even be surprised if this little boy Loki teased at the end of... Um, oh, the last episode. 
I think that dude, yeah. bring on the weird Avengers Teen Avengers. Bring on Loki Loki. He's one of the most popular characters right now because of the movies. Imagine if he was part of the Avengers. What a t- like what is going on yeah. with these movies? It would be incredible, you know? That'd be cool. That would It'd be, be cool. cool. So that's what they're aiming for. Because it's Hawkeye and his daughter. That's the whole thing right now. So I mm. think it'd be, That'd be a cool. Good idea. That'd be cool. I like how they're all just incorporating all these ideas. Matt Murdock is supposed to be the lawyer for Spider-Man since everyone knows it's Peter Parker. Mm. You know, I think as like, long as it's just, Charlie Cox, I have no problem. That would be back to OG 100%. Yeah. I think Marvel's going, going places, good places. As long as it, in Black Widows, they don't say, hey, you can't be a spy. You got to be a male. I can do what I want. As long <laughs> as they don't go. Nick's there. leaving. <laughs> oh my god i'm going home and watch this at disney plus you're not <laughs> yeah. come on over and watch it with me please we'll go to the xavier's right. theater yeah oh. any last thing you guys want to say about marvel it's good yes it's good. be good no seriously the, i think my final thoughts is i'm just really hyped that disney plus has been added to the fold and what they're doing with disney plus with now they're giving characters shows, even if they're one season things or six episodes long, whatever it is. I like how they're building up the future or somehow these are all eventually going to connect in some way. I like the fact that we don't have to just go into theaters and or wait, you know, you, you know, a year or two to see the next movie like you have. They have the opportunity now to kind of fill in the, t- the wait time with you know a show or another movie based off of some characters and maybe you could kind of connect the dots what you can't get in a movie maybe you get in the show then and i just and again me being a star wars guy they're starting to do that with star wars i just i this concept that marvel built up if you're looking to be a franchise and if you're looking to be 10 damn movies long with vin diesel and his family and and all these damn fast and furious movies at least Get, make it more unique and branch off in different directions with characters and stories. Like I think what Marvel's doing is great. It's not just movie after movie after movie, what, you know, star Wars basically did with the Skywalker saga, what fast and furious is doing and what pirates of the Caribbean did with their own five movies. The last two movies were absolute trash because they just kept recycling the same characters and were hoping for something, you know, some new spark this is such a unique thing that I don't think we've ever seen this done before. And I know legendary movie actors are getting mad that, you know, that cinema's being ruined and whatnot. Well, you know, I, I can understand that, but like this, the way we're making this big web of, of a universe with Marvel is fantastic. And I think Disney plus is only going to make it better with giving some of these characters like, look, Loki may never get his own, you know, movie or multiple movies. Like a lot of these other heroes we've had to come along but the fact that they're dedicating a show to him and it could play a major role into the next phase is amazing. I, I'm all for what they got planned, seriously. Yeah, I'm I'm actually very happy that we are actually all live during this time that like these movies are so like you're watching one right after the other, you're keeping up. Like it's so hard for someone to just jump in now. You know, you have like 26 movies and now it's TV shows and everything's growing and connecting. I'm just so glad that we're a part of it. We're building up to more and more. I couldn't imagine in 20 years trying to jump in. It's like, no we're way. so intimidating, no right? And we get to live it out right now. We're all watching one movie at a time. And I love it. I, love I have a coworker it. who I'm, I've, you know, for the past year, I've been trying to like get her to watch 
um, like start from the beginning, start from like the timeline, not just how they were released, but just like do it correctly. And um, she says, that's exactly what she says. It's like discouraging. And then like, now she knows that there's TV shows coming out and she's like, I'm like, I could take one step forward and now I'm two steps back. Like that's how, that's how it's going to be. Um, do you guys in like a year or two when like an MCU movie is out in theaters, something nice about Disney plus is like, you know, this Friday we have an opportunity to either stay at home or go to the theater. Do you think that's going to be an option like two years from now? I think so, but only like, it, it would be like, limited time things or it would be like okay if you want to watch the movie you would have to watch it in theaters for the first month and then after they'll release it to disney plus i don't think they'll release it at the same time i can see that because i was just thinking right like you know a year ago year and a half ago when movies were regularly regularly coming out you know there was a buffer time from theater release to on netflix or on disney plus i think those days are gone I don't think Disney cares how they get their money as long as you're, because I mean, if you're paying, I don't even know how much it's going to be this Friday, like 30 bucks to like buy it. Like I think Mulan was like 30 bucks. Yeah. Oh, on Disney plus. Yeah. Yeah. It's like 30 bucks to, you know, buy this new movie and you're spending $30 to like buy it straight from Disney. You're not going to the theater and spending, you know, what is it like? $13 $13 a ticket now or something like that. Right. Probably more. So I think if you're bringing a family, you're spending way more than 30. I don't, I think this is like a permanent thing. I could be wrong, but like, there's no longer going to be a buffer time between at least for Disney movies. Um, although like HBO has um, Warner brothers. So that is also a thing, but I don't, I just, I was just thinking about that. Like how different it's going to be going forward. There's no, Oh, we have to wait till we get it on Netflix to watch it. My only thing with that is that uh, I feel like Disney wants to go big. And when I, what I mean by that is they want to have the title of best box office, like weekend movies. Like people are going to want to go in. They're going to want to see their newest movie. Like they want to put that in the leaderboards. Like we've had the best ones for the past 10 plus years. Like that's what they're going to want to have people go to and go see. So that's why I think that they're going to do maybe a that's month so of just true. air it right. and then that makes sense. Disney Plus. Yeah. Because then they get both markets. Because I'm like, if you're patient enough to wait and watch it with the family, you can wait. But you got the dedicated fans with the that's huge, like, huge fan base. They're going to go. I mean, yeah. I mean, think of Endgame. Did you guys like buy your tickets like three weeks in advance like I did? Yeah. I think it was longer than that. Yeah, the re- right? yeah you essentially had the reserve tickets ahead of time. Yeah. Because they were yeah. all. Otherwise that's they were very true. Out. That's very true. And I know I personally went to go see Endgame four times. So it's like they, they took my money. <laughs> they they yeah, can have it. They but got I, you. I, and I enjoyed it every time. That's the thing. Right. <laughs> Imagine as long as you enjoyed it, was, it. If it was on Disney Plus, you pay $30 and they would not make the $60 they made off just Zav alone. You know what I mean? Right. So I see a lot yeah. of pros and cons on That's both sides. Too. Like one pro, if it was on Disney Plus, is like, okay, you have a lot of like people that are like, I'd rather just buy it and watch it in my own house. Where you have the real fans, the people going, woo, opening night. Those are the people I'd want to rather spend yes. time with while all the other moms and stuff can enjoy it in their living room. You know, I think that's a pro. Yeah. But also a con to the movie theater because I, I do love the experience. I do love the slush. I love the big sound systems that I can't afford and probably won't be able to afford for myself <laughs> ever. You know, hey. it's just a quality you can't get. Some movie moments 
are only best experienced in theaters. Marvel with the comic strip and the, the like the theme song that plays at oh, the very yeah. beginning of every movie. Hey, bring it up again. Star Wars, the title screen, the, the movie scroll at the beginning with what the story is going to be about. And the, again, the theme song of Star Wars, that stuff is best in a movie theater. And when you're watching in your living room, yeah. who gives a shit? Agree you're, with you getting, more. you're you know picking your nose. You're picking up the popcorn you dropped on the floor as the movie's starting. You don't care. But when you're watching it and everybody's cheering and it's that first time experience in the theaters, yes. it's, there's nothing nothing like it. Just so quiet a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. I'm in my chair like, let's go. What was that other one? What was that one? THX, the one that would like blow, you would just be deaf uh, by the time <laughs> the movie started. Yeah. If you were falling asleep during the, the previews, it that woke your ass up. Hell yeah, it did. You were up so, for the movie. I do hope that the, I don't know, half of me hopes that the Disney Plus thing ends, and the other half of me is like, no, keep it going. Keep keep the more serious Marvel fans out I theaters. Think- the way Xavier explained it would work, you know, a month and a half buffer because normally what theater times are like two months, like before it's on Netflix. So like the movie would be in theaters for a month and a half. Yeah. And then shorter than what it used to be. Actually than what perfect. It used to be. Yeah. Perfect. And then you would hit the $30 extra fee. Right. Yeah. Perfect. I think that's a perfect model. Keep it there yeah. for a month. Like they've been doing and then bam, it's gone until DVD and all that release. Yeah. Right. And then they get another wave of the people who are big collectors who want all the, you know, DVDs and everything. So it's like, I mean, yeah, Blu-rays go far. Yeah, they split it up. Now that now they have even higher than Blu-rays, it's like 4K HR HDR, something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's like insane. They're gonna start coming out with thumb drives. Just be like, buy a thumb drive with the movie on it, and you got every single thing (laughs) you'll ever need. It's all it's all on it's all on Disney Plus, and it's all digital, so you don't have to have a thousand DVDs in your house, and you also don't have to have a thousand thumb drives. Very true. Yeah, and that's a big Disney Plus guy over here. All right, sold on it. To get you with a subscription. I didn't notice about you, Will. You're a big Disney guy. You love Disney Plus. <laughs> I do. You're not sponsored by Disney Plus. I wish hey, <laughs> they could not sponsor us. They're not going to. They're making they some could. money on this thing. In our dreams, right. right? One day. Thank you guys for tuning in. It's been the Ramble Radio Podcast. I hope you enjoyed. I hope your dad's tuning in. He's enjoying his time. Rick and Morty, they're enjoying themselves. Everyone, thank you guys for tuning in on our second week episode, Ramble 2. This has been the Marvel episode. Uh, One last thought I just want to tell you guys is the Hulk ride on Universal Studios, like I mentioned before the beginning of the podcast. Excellent ride. Go take a ride on it if you have the chance and the money and the time. Will would know. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely will. Big ride guy here. Big ride guy will. All right. It's been good. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to Ramble Radio. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and TikTok. Just search Ramble Radio and look for our great purple logo. To find more great episodes, be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Overcast, and Radio Public. Thanks again for listening and be well.